1: You know also making me feel a little bit festive, the fifty year anniversary of Raiders, Steelers, the Immaculate Reception in 1972. Or is it? I can't really tell. That that was fifty years ago, and I'm only almost twenty-four. I'm still twenty-three though. Happened a long time back, and these two teams this year were once juggernauts. Hated each other. These two teams right now struggling in this uh this 2022, 2023 NFL season, and the Raiders doing much worse than the Steelers. And apparently the Steelers are still in the hunt, according to many of the major NFL cable broadcast graphics that you see. The Steelers are in the hunt at six and eight. As are the Cleveland Browns, as are a couple other six and eight teams. I thought I saw the Jaguars are in the hunt. What a world we're living in. I call it chaos. If you listened on Sunday after the game, the Black and Gold Reaction Show with Josh Taylor, man, I was going off about a theory of chaos in the NFL. And I'll explain a little bit more here because I call it chaos because the NFL needs to continue to drive storylines in some way. And nothing that's average has ever been historically interesting in the world of sports. Right. Teams that are really good get the high praise because they've got a lot of talent. Teams that are really bad get a lot of recognition because sometimes those bad teams do things that have never been done before. <clears throat> like a certain Patriots offensive player that decided that a lateral would be a good idea in a tie game instead of going into overtime. That eventually allowed the same Raiders team I'm talking about to steal a win and potentially borrow the Patriots out of playoffs. We get my point. Historically, bad things also get a lot of attention because we like to bask in, I didn't think that was possible, but this actually happened. The butt fumble is another good example by the Jets a few years ago. Anyway, you get the point. So bad things happen. We enjoy when bad things happen, especially when it's not our team doing it. But last season was so wonderful when you think about it. Especially coming down to the last day where four teams in the AFC had a shot to make it. The Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Baltimore Ravens all had a chance. All it took was a Colts loss to put the Steelers in. The Jacksonville Jaguars had to win. And they did. And with that loss, the Steelers and the Ravens had a chance. The Steelers and the Ravens played a close game that was eventually decided by a field goal where the Steelers won. And then the Raiders and the Chargers just had to have a decision. Couldn't be a tie. Had to have a decision in that game. And it went into overtime, and at the very last second, a field goal by the Raiders won the game. How do you beat a season like that with all the wonderful storylines, Kansas City getting knocked off by a Cincinnati Bengals team in the AFC Championship to make it to the Super Bowl, contend for their first in franchise history, a great story with Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams who eventually won it. Aaron Donald had some ties to Pittsburgh, but it was a really good season. The best season. This is the biggest season. Westwood One was doing that all the time, if you heard. They were really pumping it up because it was a very good season.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited
1: by state law. But how do you follow up the biggest season in the NFL? How do you follow that up? My theory is you follow it up with a lot of really terrible football. A lot of really weird storylines. Chaotic storylines. Tom Brady struggles in his personal life. Not that this was intentional. I'm not gonna make fun of him any more than he already has been by other people, but Tom Brady cares more about winning in this case and his marriage not really working out. So uh yeah, I'm gonna retire, he says, and then two weeks later he says, Oh wait, actually, I wanna come back because working hard and winning is my passion. Totally respect that. To an extent. Totally respect that. And what are the Buccaneers doing? Led by Tom Brady, they're 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 falling. They're struggling. The Patriots play yesterday, or Sunday, I mean, sorry, two days ago. Supports my theory. The Patriots who are usually pretty good, pretty steady, have have had a consistent culture of winning. What are they doing now? Struggling. On a play that was really strange, they gave up the lead, the Raiders tied it and then decided, the tie's not worth it. Let's do a couple of laterals and see if we can't uh, get one in. And they gave up the game as a result. The Minnesota Vikings overcame a 33-point deficit to beat a Colts team that's really trying to gain some reputation as we sit here and debate more often than not how effective Jeff Saturday can actually be. I think it's chaos, absolute chaos, and that's the only way that you can follow an NFL season that had so much talent the year before, just a lot of storylines this year that just make you scratch your head and go, what are we watching? That's the only way you can follow up a great season from before. Which is why I'll follow that by saying, I don't know what in the world's going to happen with the Steelers because you can't predict this season. No matter how hard you try, they're going to throw you off in some way. The Steelers are in the hunt right now. Why are they peddling that at us? Well, because it's legitimate. They're not mathematically eliminated. But, like, what's going to happen if the Steelers end up winning out and something weird happens with the other teams? I really don't know. And I almost hate to say that because I did want draft position. But would I be ungrateful? Would we be ungrateful in watching wins, they're not very impressive wins. I'll say that. I don't think they're impressive because most of the teams this year are tough, but the Steelers also lost the teams that they shouldn't have in some cases. They could easily have more wins than they do right now. So who knows? I don't know. I'm just basking in the chaos at this point. There is so much to watch this year that's just really bad, but that's the part that makes it entertaining. I'm not going to take a hard stance on the Steelers too much anymore because I don't know what's going to happen. They could win out, some other teams could flop, and the Steelers could walk right into the playoffs again with a team that I don't think is going to win the Super Bowl. But that's not what the playoffs are about. There's seven teams from each conference that make it now. That's just the reality. So if I were you, I'd embrace the chaos. Let it run through your veins and let it take over your body. Because...